Have you ever met someone and known within a few minutes that they're your people? Like you just click. You know what I'm talking about. That was my experience when I met our speaker for tonight, Maggie Burns. Maggie uh, is a friend of Nathan Hoag's, the parish pastor of Sacred Grace Inglewood. Well, now she's a friend of mine too, but I met her through Nathan. Uh, I met her randomly one night when Nathan and I were at the Inglewood Grand together, and Maggie and her fiancé happened to be there too. Uh, Nathan introduced us, and we chatted for a while, and I had one of those moments. I just knew Maggie was our people. She's really honest, authentic, vulnerable, and hilarious. Uh, She's the former care pastor at Restoration Church, and like last week with Joe, I booked Maggie like two months ago to speak at TNL tonight, Um, and I had been really excited about that and had been looking forward to it. Um, She was originally supposed to pull a double whammy, so she was going to teach at Inglewood on Sunday and then come teach at TNL the following Tuesday. We call that a double whammy in the biz, Um, and obviously she's not doing that now. (laughs) Um, But she did record a talk for Inglewood this past Sunday, and rather than make her come back and record again, we're going to hear that audio shortly. Um, But as soon as this whole shelter-in-place order is lifted and things get back to normal, I'm definitely having Maggie come back and speak at TNL for real. In the meantime, here's the next best thing. I hope you enjoy my and soon-to-be-your-new friend, Maggie Burns, and her thoughts on the peacemakers. A reading of the Beatitudes. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. I have a couple of reflection questions for you to talk with with the people around you or just reflect on by yourself. Number one, what is your natural response when faced with tension or conflict? Number two, what does it look like to be a child of God? When Nathan called me this week to talk about my message, he started out by asking what I was up to, a normal, natural conversation starter. And I paused for a second, almost unsure of how to answer If I'm being perfectly honest, I was a little embarrassed of what I was doing. On Monday afternoon, instead of answering emails or getting on a Zoom call or figuring out what my life, now chaotic, would look like, I was sitting in my apartment in an armchair reading a book. And it wasn't a self-help book, how to de-stress your life. It wasn't an article about how to work from home that I was reading on my phone. I was, in fact, reading a Harry Potter book. And while some of you may roll your eyes at uh, 
the thought of how nice it would be to sit and read a book uh, while seemingly ignoring all of the other important things in my life and in the world, I think there is something to be said about what I was doing. I was taking a deep breath. I was choosing something other than chaos, the chaos that has been surrounding me for the past few weeks. So many of the Beatitudes are reactions to things in life that are happening to us, things that we have to make a choice on how to respond to. Think about mourning, like Kevin talked about a couple of weeks ago. I would venture to guess that none of us would actively choose to go through times of grief and mourning. They are thrust upon us, but we get to choose how we respond to them. We're going to talk today about two things, what it means to be a peacemaker and what it means to be a child of God. Nathan has already done a really great job breaking down what it means to be blessed. So I want us to focus on the other two parts of verse nine. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Well, what is a peacemaker? I want to define peacemaker as someone who actively chooses to show people how to breathe. Someone who spends time relieving the tensions around them. We are constantly surrounded by fear and chaos and uncertainty, probably more so now than most of us have ever been before. But we get to choose to be peacemakers in a time where peace feels really far away. We get to choose to help other people take a deep breath when maybe they've forgotten how to. Jesus, when listing off the Beatitudes, doesn't say, blessed are the ones at peace. He doesn't say, blessed are the ones who sit back and hope things become more peaceful. Those would be passive. What we get is active. Blessed are the peacemakers implies action. It implies something is being done to bring about that peace. There have been far more times, especially in the last few days, where I have not wanted to bring about peace. For example, I have not wanted to be a peacemaker when I've been in my apartment for 12 days and everyone around me keeps making noise. I have not wanted to be a peacemaker when I've washed all of the dishes for the night only to come back to find that my roommate has left another 12 piled in the sink. I have not wanted to be a peacemaker when I'm on a staff call and three people are talking over one another to be the most heard. I want peace in those moments. I don't, however, want to have to do anything to bring that peace about. I think if you were to walk down the street before all of these shelter-in-place policies were in effect and ask people if they wanted peace, everyone would most likely say yes. But if you were to go one step further and ask what they were doing to make peace, they probably wouldn't have an answer readily available for you. To want peace is one thing. To help bring about peace is another. Now, maybe more than ever before we get to be peacemakers, whether that is by posting something encouraging on social media or praying for someone that comes to mind, those things, believe it or not, are actions of peace. You are helping someone else breathe in those moments. The people of the church, each one of us, are the peacemakers. It's us, all of us. We get to help other people breathe right now. So we've covered what peacemakers are. What then is a child of God? Well, a child of God, very simply, is someone who resembles God. 
You're probably sitting there thinking, well, duh, Maggie, that is completely obvious. And it's true, it is obvious, but quite often the simple and obvious answers are that way for a reason. They're the right answers. A child acts or talks like a parent. They resemble them either physically or emotionally, even spiritually. Uh, And that doesn't just go for biological families. Children who are adopted also resemble their parents. I resemble my parents whether I like it or not. I don't have much of a choice in that, do I? I have my dad's nose. I have my mom's really short and stubby toes, and there is not a single thing I can do to change those things. Well, I guess technically I could get my nose done, but I don't want to do that. I would not choose to do that. For my whole life, I have resembled my parents, and I will resemble my parents until the day that I die. But being children of God doesn't end with just resembling God. As the children of God, we also get to inherit what is God's. Children of God inherit what is God's. This is a big deal. Because what what is God's? Well, everything. The whole earth and everything in it is God's. And as his children, we get to inherit that. God wants us to have it. Now, the conversation about inheriting what is God's is much bigger than we have time for it today. But what I want us to get out of that is this. We are God's children. God loves us. God delights in the fact that we resemble him. He created us that way. And because we resemble God and are his children, there is so much more that we get to look forward to. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So much is packed into this verse and so much that is for us right now, today. In a time full of stress and worry and uncertainty, we get to help people breathe. We get to give that gift to others. Would you pray with me? God, we are so humbled that we are your children that you ask us and want us and delight in the fact that we are yours. And God, I pray that in a time of craziness, in a time of stress, I pray that you would help us breathe in those chaotic pieces, those stressful moments, and help us breathe out your peace and your calm and your goodness. Help us be that for other people in whatever that looks like today. God, we're thankful that you love us and care for us. We are thankful that you are in control. We thank you that you are good. And so God, we love you and we trust you. And we, again, are just so humbled and glad that we are yours. We pray all of these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.